It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. Okay, let me pull up my notes. I'm sorry, what were you saying? I said, are you sure? You're good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, Let's relatively sure. speaking, <laughs> from a, I, from I don't, a bin, I don't want, what? Go ahead. What were you saying? I don't. I don't want you to think you just have to say good. I mean, I'm, I actually <laughs> want to know how you're doing. Oh, that's really sweet. Um, really, the the issue is more. I'm just trying not to talk about it because it's gotcha. kind. You know, it's just kind of derailing me a bit. So. Um, okay. from a well, let's, talk about, per- let's talk about the plan. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. From a personal perspective, I'm actually doing better this week because my daughter is at church camp. So um, just not having her around has been able it's, – it's helped me a little bit, if that makes sense, okay. because when she was home, uh, basically we found out – she's been in counseling for a while, mm-hmm. and we found out um, last week early – um, an explanation for her behavior that is okay. not good and it's not right. something that sh- she caused or chose or anything like that. So um, she's had a couple of months to deal with this internally. She's been trying to deal with it on her own, um, okay. but it's been coming out in a lot of not healthy, you know, coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. And we, di- we didn't know the, the, the reason for it. We were just seeing all the behavior and going, what the heck is going on? Right. Um, and now that we know what happened, it's pretty, it's really hard. So my husband and I are just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we just found this out a week ago. So all to say, um, she's a sweet, sweet girl. Um, she loves Jesus. You know, she's, she's got a good head on her shoulders. And I think she'll get through. It's just that she's really, she's one of those people that compartmental, uh, what's the word, Car- compartmentalizes. compartmentalizes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and I'm like the feeler of everybody. Like if someone tells me something or I know something's going on with them, like I'm very like an empathy type person. So I feel it, you know. Okay. Um, so it's just been hard for me because she doesn't respond the way I think she should. Right, <laughs> you know? right. The way she that she would respond to it, yeah. Definitely. And she also shuts down and doesn't want to talk about it. But there are things we're going to have to do to protect her. Um, right. Just. Put it that way. Um, so it's going to require a lot of uh, just dealing with school and, and maybe police and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. just pray over it um, that we can maintain perspective. And um, I think what's huh. just been so heartbreaking is this is my baby, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So, we, want to, we want to protect them, of course. I do, I do. And I'm just kind of going, okay, it's a fallen world. I can't protect my children from everything. And it's obvious you know, that yeah. nothing we said or did caused this or nothing she said or did caused it. It's just, 
something that happened and we have to deal with the aftermath, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just sad. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm trying to like, I've been doing a really good job of self care. So just anytime yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, because something set me off yesterday. I can't even remember what it was. Um, and I immediately started crying. Like it's one of those things. And I was like, okay, I've got to stop what I'm doing. I got to go stop and pray and then come back. You know, so I'm doing stuff like that. Um, it's just, I'm sorry that it's kind of interfering because I am never, ever, 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 ever like delayed in anything. So I'm just kind of like, oh my gosh. So anyway. <laughs> well, I had started some of this on my own in my yeah. own spreadsheet. So I was yeah. able to copy a lot of it over and good. then finish it up and fill in some good. blanks. So um, this is good. I hope it's it's pretty complete. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, what's funny, and, and I have to tell you, this is kind of funny. I don't know if I told you this in our introductory call, mm-hmm. um, but what's really interesting to me is how um, God kind of brings projects along in my life, and and sometimes they're needed for me. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it doesn't, it, it, it's interesting, you know, that your book kind of came along when it did, like right before all this stuff happened, because this is yeah. literally, this is something, well, it'll probably come out. Are you going to still be doing the Trailblazer group thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think? Okay. So yeah. I'll talk oh, yeah. about it. Oh, yeah, I'll talk exactly about exactly what I need. Good. <laughs> Just the right time, yeah. No, it's awesome. So I'll talk about it the next session, and so I don't mind telling you, even though you're technically my client, but you'll learn a whole lot more about me there that most clients don't know. Um, she was raped by her boyfriend. And so it's something that we have to deal with, obviously, but, like, we've prepared her, we've educated her, we knew him, we talked to him. You know, he was part of our family, all sorts of things, you know. And so it's literally something that I'm sitting here and going, there's nothing I can do to change what happened. There's nothing I could have done better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And for my daughter, I'm just helping her kind of process what happened. And it doesn't sound like it was a violent thing, if that makes sense. And so I no, think I understand. Thought, I mean, what I, I, I don't, has, I don't include in my in my yeah. book because it's yeah not really the way I was going with the book. But um, right, I right. was, I was, I was attacked with an attempt at rape, and just mm. that I was told that nothing happened, and yeah. so I buried everything down. And then it took me eight years to be actually yeah. told by a counselor that, that just an attempt at rape can, can cause a lot of the same emotional damage that a rape Yeah. Will. And, and and it doesn't take much. It does it doesn't take much, you know, yeah. for any of that. So there was it, there was a lot there was a lot of other stuff going on, you know, where she had a couple of girlfriends and my daughter has always been, I'm not having sex while I'm married, that's just not what I'm gonna do. And her friends have always kind of made fun of her for it. Honestly they weren't the best mm. friends, you know. And right. they had they had kind of in February kind of said, well, we don't want to be friends with you anymore because you're judging us. And she's like, I'm not judging you. You can do whatever you want. I'm just not going to do that. And right. so they decided they didn't want to be friends. And then the boyfriend, um, a couple of weeks later, didn't want to deal with the drama, seriously, because they're boys. <laughs> right. And right. so he, bro- he broke up with Taylor um, and then got back together with her. Um, and I get the feeling he was just kind of, you know, he's a boy. And they would get, they were together like 10 months. Okay. So it's not like, and um, so he was pressuring her and we don't know if she was kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. giving him a little bit to try to keep him. 
Um, but she mm-hmm. did say repeatedly that once she realized what was what was happening, that she's like, no, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. Um, and something happened, but she won't give us – she's given us enough details for us to know something definitely happened. We just don't know all the details. Right. So right. anyway, that's kind of the thing. And, you know, I was reading through the manuscript last week um, in the middle of all this, which was kind of <laughs> awesome for me. Oh. And, it, it, and I just wanted to affirm in you, like, you know, what's interesting to me is not everybody, obviously, in the world knows every little detail of every other person's life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think what's interesting about the manuscript is you don't sugarcoat, like, the bad stuff that happens to people, um, but what you're trying to do is turn around and equip people to process in a healthy manner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was so funny. I showed my husband the exercise about feel your emotions. And I was yeah. like, see, it is perfectly okay for me to start crying in the grocery store every five seconds. <laughs> it's, it's perfectly okay. <laughs> my husband's like, you're such a dork. And <laughs> You know, I was like, it's okay. It's okay for me to feel this way. And I was sitting in church and I was getting angry. I think I posted it on Facebook. I was getting so mad at God. And I recognized it. And I was like, okay, I've got to process this because this isn't really about God. This is about my hurt for my daughter, you know. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I just wanted to thank you for the timeliness of the manuscript because, again, I feel like God just kind of shoves these books in my face. And I'm like, Oh, I guess I need that. <laughs> okay. Yes, and, yes, he will, he will use yeah. it. <laughs> well, I, literally, I, I literally could go down my book list of the books I've worked on and tell you the exact same thing for every book. It's pretty crazy. That's so, awesome. He's so good. Anyway, he, he is, he is. Um, so all to say, I, I think um, – there, there are a couple of things in here because, well, first, let's talk about um, the other spreadsheets that are in there so you can kind of understand what those are and what you okay. need to do with them, which is not much, yeah. just so you know. Um, so the first thing is I have, um, you know, the spreadsheet that you went and added your people to, mm-hmm. and I'm still continuing to add people as I go. Okay, that, mm-hmm. but, but, the, but the main question I have on that for you is do you have a number of people that you would prefer for the top influencers? Because, again, usually they get books, like physical books. Um, right. Versus um, the thing about the physical books is that I don't think that I will have any. Okay. Really. Okay. Um, I, I mean, we no. don't even, I, I don't even have a cover right now, which is something okay. that's I'm would like to talk to you about, but um, okay, okay. Um, um, is there are there going to be physical books in the future, or is it just a timing thing right now? There, it, it's gonna. I mean, it's a it's a timing thing. They don't they they don't ever um do any early books. They they just don't. They just have never done that. It's just rare okay. that they're, they they want to even do a pre order. At this point, it's something brand new that they're doing. Um, they usually just okay. kind of release they allow- it when when it's ready to go because it's it's um, uh, it's it's printed. What is it? Print to order or something like that? Print, print on demand. Okay. Print on demand. That's it. Thank you. Okay. No, that's fine. And then, do do you know if they have any reservations or anything in the contract that state that you can't distribute like a PDF of the book? Oh no, they don't. They don't care. They don't they, care. They, no, okay. they, they, they're, they're like, it's yours. You do what you want with it. Even though they own the rights, they 
Okay. Um, they are very free about whatever I do. Every time I ask them a question, they're like, why are you even asking? Just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so that um, makes, yeah. we we can work with that. So what we can do is on the top influencers, we'll just focus on getting um, email addresses okay. and for now or the Facebook Messenger if you're friends with them. And what we can do is craft a message to them, um, either inviting them to endorse, because I see you have only a couple of people here, or asking them if they would like to review um, the book. And if so, you can provide them the PDF. And then if you want to give them physical books later, I mean, that's something you'll have to buy. So you just need to decide, you know, because we can tell them up front, we have a PDF version of the book for you to read and review if possible. Um, Mm -hmm. Or we have the PDF for now and we'll have physical books in whenever that we'll be happy to send to you if you'll provide your address. You see what I mean? So it's really up to you whether whether you just want to do the PDF, period, or if you want to offer the PDF up front and then offer a physical book later for the influencers only, the top ones. Right, okay. right, right. Mm-hmm. So you just need to just decide what you want to do there. I don't know what your cost is for the books either, so you may need to check into that and make sure it's manageable. Uh, I don't know what the final what the final price is of the book either. Okay. Um, Okay. Find out. Yeah. So I would just make a note to check if you are able to order your books like at a bulk pricing rate versus whatever the list rate is, you know, no. to make it cost effective. No. Um, just, I am um, okay, I get like sixty percent off. Sixty percent off. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. So that will help and a little they, bit. I, I mean, I don't think that they would be any more than. Like eleven ninety nine, they would probably. It's only one hundred and fifty pages. Okay, so the book will be eleven ninety nine, and you're able to purchase for sixty percent off. Is that what you said? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's not the final price, but that's Ish. that's the Ish. maximum that I think it would be. Okay. Point, from from my discussions with with the um, with them anyway. Okay, so really, it boils down to your to you. You know, we can easily give them, you know, uh, we, we, you would need a final PDF of the book that's edited usually with a cover, right? Mm-hmm. And we can um, m- message the top influencers um, via email with that attached and whatever we're asking them to do. And you can just leave it at that. Um, if you want to offer um, the physical book, you can in that same email and just ask them for their mailing information. Okay. 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 So just to, just to give you perspective, and usually these top influencers, you know, we try to reach out to them, especially for endorsements, and um, sooner rather than later, right? And anybody that you're not asking um, for an endorsement from, you can message them a little bit later, um, because you know, while it would be nice to have all of them read the book and share about it the week of release, you know, it really just depends on on the timing. Right. Of when, of when you have everything ready. Okay. Okay. Does it make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it just okay. depends on the timing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then the peer influencers, I see you have everybody on there too. That's awesome. Um, we can have as many as you can possibly come up with <laughs> on the peer influencer list, right? Okay. And again, Again, I'll go in and add. Um, I, I need to go through my clients. What I u- usually do is go through the clients um, that have 
ministries that are similar or book topics that are similar. And, and I usually add them into this um, to invite them into the process, you know, just because they've already got kind of an established audience that might need your book. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's all good. And then I put in that same folder just some examples, you know, some instructions on the influencer reaching out, um, a couple of letter examples. And these letters don't have to be physical letters. You know, it can be an email to the person, right? But I just wanted to give you a general idea of what a typical letter to an influencer, the top influencer, looks like. And then the one that says direct email invite to launch team, that's usually something we send to that peer influencer list. Does that make sense? Okay, hold on. The, the influencer letter is an example of what you sent to an influencer. And then what was the other one? The one that says direct email invite to launch team. Gotcha. Okay. I'll put peer influencer in here as well. Just just as a guide. Uh, okay. Okay. But for now, we're not worrying about the requests. We're just getting the, the names and the contact information down. And as soon as that piece is finished, where you think you have the names and the contact information you want to pursue, then we'll move on to um, – I mean, you can draft the letters at any time and send them to me, and I'll review them and edit and all that. Um, but okay. we won't be sen- sending them until we have a final list because we don't want to, you know, be pulling ourselves in all these different directions since we've got to work on some other stuff. Okay. Um, I mean, I think this this list is pretty inclusive um, of everyone that I have. There's for everyone that I that I that I think would want to be part of it. I mean, the only other mm-hmm. thing I would think of is, I mean, I could reach out to, there's, there's probably some other people um, who follow me in my Serenity Journey group mm-hmm. um, who would be happy to help. Um, okay. And is there anything, I mean, can I post in that group and say, I'm, you know, I'm putting together a launch team if you'd like to um, be involved or have more information about that? Mm-hmm. Send, me your, send me your email address? Yes, you, you definitely can do that. Um, if you want to make it easier so you're not having to like cut and paste replies into the spreadsheet, mm-hmm. um, I can, we can set up a quick like a Google form where they just enter their name and their email address. You see what I mean? And then it's all in yeah. the spreadsheet and we can just transfer it kind of thing. Um, so I can yeah. do that really quickly if you want to. That way you're not having to collect, you know. Sure. Information. Yeah, like click, like click here and then like send them a link and they'll go to the web page and, and type in their yeah. name and email. Yeah, it kind of looks like a mini survey, you know. So Google Forms, um, you you literally just set it up like a little survey where it says, you know, thank you for your interest in you know the Ditch the Drama um, launch team. Mm-hmm. Please enter your full name and your mailing address or your email address. I'm sorry. Um, and when they enter it, it populates into a spreadsheet that I can just then go and cut and paste the information from one to another kind of thing. Okay. Makes sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, the other thing about this is when we have a cover in an official description, which you may have and I just haven't seen yet, um, I always send out an invite to my email list um, of people that have been on my launch teams. So. I, I give them the opportunity to kind of join us. So the main reason I do that is because a lot of them have been on a lot of my launch teams for three years, right? 
And so it's good to get you in front of new readers, but it's also because they, they know what I'm going to ask them to do, you know, from a social media perspective. And then they're, they're really engaged with sharing and stuff like that. And what's really funny, and it's happening in another group I'm in right now that I'm running a launch for, they like, they know me so well that they know what I'm going to say, like to certain questions, but they started answering right. the questions for me. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll log in and I'll see like five questions for me. And then someone that's been on my launch team has answered it, which is kind of cool <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> they know what I'm going to say. So anyway, th- that's kind of how we cultivate people to be on the actual street launch team for your book is through this peer influencer list. And as I mentioned before, I like to have it include as many people that you personally know and have a relationship with because they already know you and they know your heart and they're going to be really passionate advocates for the work versus Mm -hmm. trying to convince people to share that may not know much about you. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So that's what we want. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, So if you feel like you've kind of populated that enough, um, I'll, I'll give you the Google form and it gives you like a little URL that you can share, basically. So if you want to go into some groups you have and, and make that statement, you know, we're looking for people to help share about the release of my book, tell them a little bit about it, and give them that link, then all they have to do is click on the link and enter their name and email address, and we'll have the information we need. Okay. Okay? Cool. Okay, so um, I'm going to quickly explain. There's a podcast spreadsheet, and there's an article pitch spreadsheet in here. Um, I've already done most of the podcast spreadsheet, and this is something we'll work on a little bit later where we'll start reaching out to these places to see if you can be a guest on their podcast. Um, The way these work is they're not always strictly um, a book promo, if that makes sense. A lot of these people are looking for the story behind who you are, you know, as an author or a speaker or a ministry leader, but they allow you to speak about your book. So the focus is, not here's my book. It's more, hi, I'm Jenny. This is who I'm about. This is what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. And I've written this book as a resource for kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's what that list is. And I, I have a few more I'm trying to locate some of the contact information for, but you don't have to do anything with that. I'm just letting you know what it is. And that's part of what I'm working on on your behalf as, as research of trying to find places to connect you to right. and to get your, you know, the message out to a wider audience. Um, the article pitch spreadsheet is the same exact thing. This takes a little longer um, because when we do the pitches to these places to, to potentially have you write an article, um, I like to reference articles they may have already written in that publication that have something to do with your book topic, okay? So, like, if you've looked at it, you notice there's, like, names and there's contact information, but the the one that says URL reference is blank because um, my assistant and I have to go find articles that relate to your message. So we we just do that because I think it gives a little added extra um, oomph to the request. You know, like, you've already written about this. We think that this is a great topic. Here's Jenny's unique perspective on it. You know, could she write an article for you on X, Y, or Z kind of thing? So that's mm-hmm. what that is. And those two things are usually kind of an ongoing promotion that happens um, that's um, go, running concurrently with the, the actual book launch team. So that's why it's there. Okay. Okay. Any questions on those? I don't think so. No. No. Okay. And then I did add um, the book launch project plan, um, and I kind of populated the dates 
kind of based on, you know, the release date you gave me um, and who's technically responsible for each of these items. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. So if we need to, if it, like if you've read through this and you think anything's missing that you think I should be aware of, we can always add this in here. That's not a problem. But this is the general um, book launch plan I start with anytime I'm doing a campaign. And I like to just have it for both of us. So number one, we can stay on track with what needs to happen in what order. Um, and number two, um, so like if you're trying to figure out, okay, what the heck is Lindsay doing this week for the, <laughs> the book campaign without having to like email me or text me or whatever, you can just kind of log in here and see where I'm at because I go in right. here every time. Every time I complete something, I go in here and I mark it. You know, it's complete. Or okay. I put a little, I put a little note if it's in progress and I'm waiting on something, that sort of thing. So it's more of a one-stop shop for you that you can check quickly on something, um, and it may answer the question you have without you having to email or text or wait or wait for a reply. Okay. 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 Cool. Now, there are things on here, like, like you said you don't have a book cover yet, so what's, what's going on with that? <laughs> so they gave me what I requested, and I sent it out to a few people to look at, because I have this book cover, Lindsay, I'm telling you, I've been thinking about this for two years, and I can't, I don't like anything. I don't oh, yeah. like anything. Nothing mm-hmm. falls with me. And mm-hmm. so I finally came up with something. I was like, well, this kind of talks about it, sort of. And I gave it to the publisher, and they came back with something that I did, that was similar to what I had mocked up, except it was even flatter looking than I had done, um, and even more clinical looking than I had done. And I, I was like, I, I don't know about this. I sent it to a few people, including Paula. Mm-hmm. And um, most of the – everyone came back and said, uh, you know, whether or not they liked it, they said it wasn't me and it didn't reflect me at all. Mm, um, okay. And so I was like, I, I see that. I understand that. Okay. And so Paula encouraged me to, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I just, I have nothing. There's nothing. And you go to a designer, but you tell them, okay, design something. And it's like, I don't know. I just can't. <laughs> I can't deal with this. So Paula was like, "Well, you know, I mean, just keep praying about it, and maybe you're being stubborn about something." And I said, "Well, the only thing that I don't want on the cover is my face." Okay. And so do you have? Just me. You have. I, mm-hmm. Do no, you have the co- copy samples that you could send me? Yeah. So I sent. I also sent him, I sent back and said, okay, maybe I should do something different and, and gave him another idea. The the thing is, though, I don't think they're really a designer, mm. like giving me what I asked for. And so mm. it, it's not necessarily going to be helpful for someone who's like, like me. Mm. Um, let me see if I can get this other one. And you can email them to me, um, or you can drop them in the Google Drive if you know how to do that. And if not, I'll do it. No worries. If I downloaded this already. So you'll, you'll get it, and you'll see. And it's so...
Um, and so at this point, I am considering sending it to Carmen, who is um, the designer that Paula uses down in mm-hmm. Houston, who I had mm-hmm. I met back in May, mm-hmm. um, just because I mean, it's my book cover, so I guess yeah. I spend some money on it. The thing with um, the book cover, too, is it's the first impression people have of your book. You know what I, I mean? Know. Yeah, and it, and it's it, very similarly to, like, my brand and what people see. It's, like, it's that thing of I can't see myself outside of myself, and mm. um, it's, it's just tough. So I, I have a disconnect. Um, I know it. Well, and and I also think, too, that sometimes when we look at covers, like I'm rebranding my website right now, and what I had to get over was my personal preference of what I like visually and and really think through what my audience, what would appeal to them. You know what I mean? And trying to find a happy medium. I don't want to, like, hate my website (laughs) or my branding, but I also want to Right, that's what I mean. Like, I don't want to – I want it to be visually appealing to the readers. I want it to be – Beautiful and artsy, and it was like that. That disgusts me. I literally want to vomit when you say beautiful and artsy because I think of like, like girly and all of these little images. I like clean and bold, and that's you know like not a lot of like BS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so okay, it is going to be. It is. Come on now, Santa Lindsay. Here we go. Ah, it could not be. Why could it not be attached? (laughs) You're killing me here. That's funny. Uh, Okay, let me do it this way. Let me send you the other one. Me to be attached. Couldn't be attached. What the heck? All right, I'll send it to you. I'll send this one and I'll send another one to you. Oh, no worries. <laughs> of course. Hold on, let me. Sometimes my emails take a few minutes to come through. But yeah, honestly, if you're having a, um, frustration with what's being sent to you soon uh, or what's been sent to you, then, yeah, if you have the um, investment available to hire an outside designer, that might be a good idea just because they'll be able to understand your vision um, from a visual branding perspective, not just let's slap a book cover on there kind of thing. I had a a client the other day um, who um, I actually meet with her locally because she – She's hard of hearing. <laughs> so anytime okay. I try to talk on the phone, she can't hear me. So I actually go and, and sit with her. And we were talking about her book cover. And the the advice that she was given was just so, like, not, I don't know. It didn't make marketing sense at all, <laughs> you know. Right. And so we, we were talking about this very notion that sometimes a book cover reflects something personal or meaningful to the author that might be in the book. Right, some element, right. some design element. Um, sometimes it may reflect whatever's on their website branding, and sometimes it's something personal, like an 
iconic image kind of thing that the author's known for. Like one of my other clients is a big beach gal. So everybody who knows her knows that the beach is her place and water is her place. And so mm-hmm. her book cover included some element of that because it made sense with mm-hmm. who she is and who her brand is. Right. Um, but but the challenge that um, I've seen more and more, I am a big fan of simplicity also, but a lot of books are leaning towards that very abstract kind of, I don't know, a splash of color with the book title and the author's name, which is fine if you're an artsy, creative author, right? Right, right. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't always make a lot of sense if, if you're not. So, it's, again, right. it's, just trying to, it's trying to find the balance between your personality and preference, something that you can feel proud to have on your website as a brand and it doesn't conflict with any of your other branding, um, but also something that's meaningful and relates and reflects what the, what the book is actually about. Right. So having having a good designer um, will help you with all those things, for sure. Okay. And the cool thing about that is, you know, if you have a designer working on the book cover, you know, we might be able to. Um, um, do you like when you do blog posts and stuff like that? Do you create like shareable images? Um, you know, I don't necessarily share- cre- create them, um, but okay. I, I mean, I'll just use images. Okay, so you don't I, – what I mean is the images, like the words over them and stuff like that, no. so you don't do any and of I, that. I could. I could easily, but I generally don't I don't have time and don't care to. Just. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and you don't, you don't have to at all. I was reading yeah. an article the other day that was actually talking about um, Facebook not actually liking uh, photos with all these words all over them. So I'm yeah, have to no, look at they that. hate them. They, they yeah. don't like them in their advertising either. It has to be yeah. 20%. Yeah. And so, you know, at minimum, at minimum, you know, finding imagery that reflects what you're writing about that maybe has like your logo, you know, or um, I'll send you a couple of samples of um, promotional images for books, mm-hmm. like a book campaign. Um, mm-hmm. I, pref- I prefer to set up a few images that are very obviously book branding like from a selling perspective. So what I usually do is I have kind of this white space item with like a fancy quote from the book. And then at the bottom, there's like a little bar, colored bar that has like your book cover, your name and your address and like the book hashtag. Do you see what I mean? So it's just like the very bottom of the image. And those are obviously branded, you know, images from a marketing perspective. And then if if we do any sort of pre-order or um, if you can't do pre-order, if you want to offer – get the book along with whatever, you know, videos or audio recordings or study guide or whatever, like a bundle deal, then you would probably need like a promotional image for that. But for the most part, I always tell my authors when we're doing uh, those shareable images, you really just need to treat it as what would be visually appealing to you as a reader. So find really fantastic images that represent the quote you're trying to describe um, right. And have the have the quote in the description, not necessarily on the image, or do a mix of both, um, but just have it be very low key, where people don't even they won't even realize necessarily that it's a book promotion item, unless they click on the hashtag or you know click on a URL or something that's in the description, because you're trying to get people to share it, not just go oh that someone's selling a book I don't care kind of thing. You know, right. But mm-hmm. but my my point is with the, with the graphic designer, um, if you find someone good, we might be able to ask. Okay, can you do the book cover and provide 
you know, like a Facebook cover that promotes the book, maybe a little, um, what is it called, where your face goes on Facebook, profile image. <laughs> Sorry, I can't think of what it was called. Right, um, right. And maybe like, you know, eight images that are shareable that we can provide, you know, the launch team to share on your behalf, you know, as the book is being released and promoted. Right. So that, might be a good, that might be a good idea. So I would definitely ask for a quote for that and see, you know, if it's something that's, um, that you're able to do. And if not, for whatever reason, I mean, there are, there are free things like uh, Canva. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, where you can do this kind of stuff easily. It just takes a little time. So. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm pretty good. I mean, I'm pretty good in the artwork department. Um, so oh, good. I just, yeah, I just don't. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So it's, I'm it not, sounds I'm like not fantastic, but I mean, I can take something that's already existing and work with it, that kind of thing. Sure, uh, sure. I'm happy to do that if I definitely need to. But if I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay investing more with those images as well. So. so it sounds like the book cover is probably going to be a little bit later, more t- towards like oh. the end of July, maybe, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll just change that on here and then we'll, we'll follow up. Okay. Is contacting. Who was the person you're contacting? What was his name? Uh, Carmen. Carmen Ruiz. Carmen. Is it a man or woman? Woman. Woman. Okay. Sorry. You never know. Okay. 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 Cool. Awesome. Okay. So that's kind of what the the spreadsheet is. It's just to kind of give you a general idea, you know, of where we are in the process in terms of what needs to happen in order for the book launch. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so from a content perspective, um, have you thought through any ideas of how you want to share about the book um, in advance of its release? Now, you may not be able to do pre-order campaign, but you can still educate, you know, your blog readers, your newsletter, your social media about the book in advance yourself. Okay, so ha- has, mm-hmm. is that something that you've thought about? about what would be comfortable for you because content creation doesn't just have to be a blog post, right? Or just a newsletter or just social media. You know, it could be, you know, brief videos per chapter, you know, that talk about like one key struggle in the chapter and one key solution in the chapter. And then you're directing people, you know, to buy the book to learn more. Does that make sense? Um, okay. Yeah, so you're saying, you're saying video, number one. Well, no, you, there's different ways to do content. So we could set up a blog, a blog series, if you're comfortable with that, where you're just writing blog posts about the book. We could do, you know, a newsletter series, and we would definitely have social media promotion. Um, But what I was talking about from a video perspective is if you don't have the time or bandwidth to write the blog post or or to write newsletters, you could approach it from a video perspective, especially because video is is pretty highly favored in social media right now, especially Instagram and Facebook. So, you know, I'm just giving you options. So what is your preferred, what's your preferred kind of method of communication, do you think? When it comes uh, to video, reaching video, out, yeah, video is probably my preferred method. Of okay. So w- when I say, you know, c- would you consider doing like a brief one to two minute video, you know, per chapter, talking about, you know, a key struggle or a key, um, 
pain point and that chapter a solution um, and how people can apply that to their lives and then directing people to like a book sales page. Does that feel comfortable to you? Yeah, I'm just making notes. Pardon me? I'm just making notes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that time is, is it okay if it's three to four minutes? Yes, absolutely. You got to remember people's attention span, though. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you need, I mean, yeah. if you need me to just, like, I can just boil it down to a couple sentences, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I can just do one to two minutes. I just, yeah. yeah. I'm, no, it, I wouldn't go much beyond kind of that three-minute mark if possible. Yeah, you're, no, you gotta, yeah, you no, gotta, you got to You got to think through people's attention span, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. but, also, but also, you're trying to give them a taste of the book and not, like, give everything away. You really want them to buy it is really the goal. But you also need to help them understand, like, what the contents of the book contain and how it will benefit them, you know, where they are in their season of life. So that's what I'm talking about. You know, you could, you could say, um, let's see, like the, the to accept chapter that has the feel your emotions exercise, you know, you can mm-hmm. kind of talk, maybe share a really brief personal story um, and then highlight, you know, this chapter is for the people who need help with X, Y, or Z. And here's one practical way you can apply this chapter to your life kind of thing. Just really low-key um, and conversational. You know, it doesn't have to be, like, formal video editing. Um, like, some people, some of my previous clients have filmed these in advance, right, where they sit with a camera or whatever, mm-hmm. webcam, and they do these in a little bit more of a formal setting. And you can absolutely do that if that's easier for you, right? Um, but there is especially recently, Facebook Live has become pretty um, highly focused and highly favored in the Facebook news feed, you know. So if you're right. comfortable with Facebook Live, you could also do it that in this method and cover the same topics, have Facebook Live, and that gives you a replay link so it's not like it ends. Um, right. But I do have um, – I just went through some training on a system called OBS, which allows you to do Facebook Live from your desktop, which is cool, instead of your phone. Oh, wow. all, yeah, so it's not all shaky and crazy. Um, and it allows you to add like an intro, you know, like your logo could kind of pop up or whatever. And then it allows you to have the bottom third of the screen kind of have that color block banner with like your book cover, your email address, and like a call to action, you know, follow me oh, on Twitter. Wow. Or, yeah, so I'll, um, I'll send you the information on that so you can look at it. And I think that might kind of achieve the same kind of thing where you've got the video aspect going on. It's live. You need to make sure your background isn't awful. Like I know someone who does this, and every time they do it, they're standing in front of a gray wall. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, and maybe that just drives me crazy. Have, I don't you, know, seen, have I, you seen any of my videos on YouTube? Uh, no, no I have not. You sometimes Gmail doesn't like my emails. If you search for Jenny Cruz on YouTube and you'll see, um, you'll see my videos. Okay, hold on. I'm going to go look you up. And two girls, what is that? 
<laughs> I love all the way um, the screens freeze, the, the little screenshot. It's so funny. Oh yeah, I I I make myself look ridiculous sometimes. You're you're like me. Okay, so I have this funny story. I don't want to bore you to death, but um, <laughs> I I have I have this weird issue with doing interviews, and I always do video interviews because honestly, I don't want to travel all over the place. Uh-huh. Um, and I the first three video interviews I ever did, um, couple like last year, I. I really had no idea what I was doing. Like I'm, I'm a real expressive person when I talk, just my face uh-huh. and my hands and all that sort of thing. And so the very first video I did, um, I, I mean, logically, basically I was following the person on the screen with my eyes instead of looking right. at the webcam. So my family and I have named all of my video interviews with funny names. So the first one, we, we called it crazy eyes because I was talking, but like my eyes were all over the place. Like I looked kind of crazy. And then um, the second one, um, I was talking about something I'm really like passionate about, which is integrating faith into marketing and it's okay to do it and that sort of thing. And I was getting all like excited and I was like waving my hands around because I do that in person. And so we call that one jazz hands because that's kind of what it looks like. Uh-huh. And then the third one, um, I had a little sticky note that said, look at the webcam, and then I was sitting on my hands. <laughs> ah. but, because, but because I couldn't move, I was, like, nodding my head a lot, and so we call that one bobblehead. So, you know. Well, there's actually been research that says that speakers on video who use hand movements are watched more than any other speaker. They're more enjoyable to watch. So oh, I have no problem using <laughs> hand motions, and I have no problem making my face look funny. So that I would, I mean, here's the thing. I had someone who was like, who who said, yeah, I watched your videos. I was like, oh, yeah, what did you think? And this is, this is coming from a guy's perspective. He goes, I really liked the sound of your voice. I was like, well, thank you so much. That yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. yeah. And then, and then he proceeded to tell me how I needed to, um, speak better, I guess, um, and how, what, what I was saying was um, it should flow from my mouth like a stream. And I was like, oh, brother, okay, thank you for your feedback. And he said, you're new to this, aren't you? And I said, yeah, I, I am. And I refused. I said, here's the thing. I'm more concerned with people knowing that they can connect with me on a personal level and that they're getting the real me and that they don't have to be perfect because I'm not perfect. I'm not, yeah. I don't want to be up there saying, oh, look, I look really good, and you should want to be like me. No, I want to be that person who's like, look, y'all, I'm just going to put it right there. And this is real life. And yeah. this is real life all the time. And I don't want to make it look like I've got everything put together. Um, I certainly ha- do have some, some great knowledge and wisdom that I can offer. Let's talk about that. But I, I am not perfect, and I don't want it to be like there's a big gap between me and, and the women that follow me. Yeah, and what you're talking about is actually very key. You know, it's something I have to, like, um, un, I guess uneducate my authors from, is that you don't have to be, like, so perfectly polished all the time because, really, um, people just want to see you as relatable. You know, right. They want to see you as a person that they can get behind and understand and understand their passion and their heart. And they like that relational aspect, especially on social media, you know, so that's mm-hmm. great. It's great that you're doing that. But I really feel like if we focus on doing these videos, you know, and, and if you're able to do one per chapter, I mean, obviously that's going to, let's see, how many chapters are in here? 
Hold on. I can't count. Uh, I think so there's 10 or 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 or 11. Okay. So that's fairly doable because that gives you 11 weeks of content, right? And so number one, I'm a big fan of using your content in multiple places um, mm -hmm. ver versus creating, you know, all this content for all these different places. So if we do the videos for, you know, the Facebook Live, right, you know, it's also something that I would want you to put on your blog but it would be where you would just have like a brief intro paragraph. You know what I mean? Um, to the video. You could embed the video um, later. You probably have to do this after since it's a Facebook Live and you need the URL. Right. Um, and then, you know, any information on ordering kind of thing. You know, that could just be something you do once a week. And then, of course, you share the blog post or the Facebook video, you know, on social media platforms. And then do you, you said you do a newsletter every Tuesday. Is that just the, is that the YouTube thing? I send out a video every Tuesday. On Thursday, if I do a blog, I'll usually do that on Thursday. Okay. So the blog, does the blog get automatically emailed out? Uh, no. You have to, like, schedule it? Yep. Okay. That's fine. That's cool. Um, and, like, you could just make a, you know, a reference to it, you know, uh, well, if the blog's going on Thursday and you're doing the videos, that would just go out automatically. Um, but even on the YouTube stuff, you know, you could you could basically use the content in a variety of places. You might have um, readers or followers that that are on different platforms with you. Like someone on Facebook might follow you on YouTube, might be on your blog subscription kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But um, you're always going to have readers that are unique to each platform. So it's just a good it's just a good idea to spread the content that you have um, across all the platforms you have available to you to have the widest reach to that audience. Mm -hmm. So okay. these are videos in addition to my Tuesday videos. These are eleven in addition. Is what you're saying? Well, you could do eleven in addition, or you could just do on Tuesday for eleven weeks okay. these videos. Okay. So you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and again, how long are the videos that you normally do? Uh, about three minutes. Oh, well, there you go. Then it, then it won't be anything unusual, you know, for your YouTube followers. Right. So I would, I would just replace these videos for a certain time frame and just educate your, pe your people. You know, this book is coming out. This is what I'm going to be talking about, you know, for mm -hmm. the next however many weeks. And, and these are kind of the topics we're going to cover and go from there. And then we can use um, those videos across the other platforms as well. Okay. Okay. Great. Cool. So do you need um, my assistance with helping you figure out, like, per chapter, like, what key struggle and what key solution you should be focusing on? Or do you feel like you've got that under control? I'm sorry, say that again? The, the scope of what do I have under control? <laughs> I don't write anything under control. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I said that, and I was like, I'm still very in control. Okay, what I, what, what I said was, do you need my assistance in uh -huh. going through each chapter and making oh. recommendations to you of what I think your video should be about, or do you think that's something you have under control? Oh, um, I would love it if you would do that with me. Okay. For me, for semi-stuff or whatever, however you want to work that. 
Okay, so what I'll do is I'll go through and just make a list per chapter of a few ideas and send it to you. And then, because again, you know the stories behind what you've written and stuff like that. So I'll leave right. it up to you to choose. But what I usually do is I go through what I think might be the most impactful, honestly, from a marketing perspective, because we're trying to reach a, you know, a certain audience. So I'll right. give you a few, few recommendations, um, and then we can kind of communicate back and forth. And the way I do that is I upload it via a Google Doc, because <laughs> I'm a big Google fan, in case you can't tell. And you're able to edit, you know, I can make comments within that document. You can reply back. We can make edits, all that jazz within Google. So we're not having to email stuff back and forth. Okay. Okay. So I can, I can work on that. I was looking at it a little bit yesterday. I just haven't, I've underlined a couple of things, but I, I've I got to finish like four more chapters. So I can send that to you. Okay, and then, uh, you know, we can go from there. And that should give you, again, some good solid. Because once you have you know, what you're going to talk about for each chapter, then we can finish the other content, like things like creating an introduction for the blog post or creating social media promotion, like descriptions that you can use. Um, and it will also, it will also help us decide, like if we have that guy do shareable images for you, um, it will help us decide what those images should focus on, right? You'd want it to kind of all coordinate together you've got consistent messaging going out um, yeah. ab about that book in a variety of manners. So the shareable images for each mm -hmm. chapter, or are mm -hmm. you thinking doing that they should be for each chapter? I think so, especially because we only have like 10 or 11. That's reasonable. Yeah. You know, and, and when you think of your launch team, um, what, I, what I like to do is I give them, like every couple of days I give them assignments, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I'll say something like, okay, you know, this week we were reading chapters one and two. You know, here's images you can share that talk about um, those chapters. Here's a couple of descriptions you can use. Or you can just create your own, highlighting your answer to these questions. You know, how did this chapter move me? How did it change me? Whatever. So I always give them options of how they can share. But it's a really good idea to give them, like, pre-made graphics and all that sort of thing. So they don't have to think about it. You know, they don't have to waste their time trying to make it themselves. Now, some right. people will be wildly enthusiastic and will create their, their own stuff, and that's great. That's awesome. But most people just kind of want it handed to them <laughs> so they don't have to, you know, think yeah. about it. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a really good idea to have, uh, like, these images and tweets and stuff on your sales page for your book, too, because when people come, you know, to your website, they can share, you know, from that page which then directs people to your sales page. So, cool. Okay, then I'll, I'll do that. I'll work on that today and send that over to you. Just kind of that list oh my gosh. of items. <laughs> Say that so again. Much. I'm going to vomit. There's just so much that I need to do. I oh, no. Oh, no. I'm, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I don't want no, to hear. It's I'm good. Vomit. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> I'm so happy. And these videos yeah. are not adding to me at all. But I'm just thinking, yeah. like, I don't have a cover, so I don't have a web page set up because I don't have cover art, and I want it to all be the same theme. And yeah. I'm freaking out because I don't have anything and I can't do anything until I have the cover. Aww. And Aww. Okay, and here, I'm going to I'm going to give you some this advice. This has been going on for years. So it's, <laughs> okay, it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. 
I'm going to give you some advice that my, I have a marketing consultant that's helping me develop some online courses right now. Okay. And I was on the, I was on the phone with him the other day and I was kind of bemoaning my web designer for my website because Uh it's been, it's been ridiculous. It's just, (laughs) it's been such a difficult process. And frankly, I, I've already paid for part of the work and I can't really, you know, yeah. find yeah. I can't find someone else last minute. It'll be thousands of dollars, and you know, it's just, so I'm kind of stuck in the situation. And so we were talking, and he's like, "Okay, well, you can't change that situation, but what can you change?" And I'm like, well, "What do you mean?" <laughs> no, really. He's like, "No, I know. This is what I teach. This is what the book is about." <laughs> right. He it's what I'm what? doing. I get it. I'm not like, oh, I'm not. I'm not totally freaking out. I've been very no. calm most of the time, I can, but I, you know, it's. He, he was basically talking about the importance of delegation is really the bottom line. He's like, okay, what is it that you're in control of in this whole website rebranding course creation that you've just kind of been sitting here because you're waiting on your designer? And I kind of gave him these three different areas that needed to happen. And so in my world, um, I needed um, – I have a whole bunch of new website copy from my website. And then I have this course that I've written – um, that I need kind of imagery created around it, and it needs to be renamed to go with my new branding. And then I have this email program that I'm setting up um, because the course is actually going to be marketed to authors but also to publishers. I actually have publishers who want to buy it for their new authors. Okay, so it's a big deal. And I'm sitting here going, I don't know how to get started if this early piece up here is not done. Like I don't know what logo and color she's going to be using, so then I can't do the rest of it. Does that make sense? Kind of like what you're talking about. And he goes, right. Okay, well, well I, I just don't know if it's going to, I know I can, I can create a website and then, and then change the colors and the images later. I yeah. Yeah. But, but, but his, his basic comment was hire someone. He's like, if you are stuck somewhere and someone's not doing what they're supposed to be doing, or it's something you're not happy with, he's like, don't waste any more mental energy or physical energy. Just find someone who can do what you need them to do you know, for a somewhat affordable <laughs> fee and get it done. Uh-huh. And I and I literally last week um I hired someone to look over all my copy and make sure right. it was um right. They did it in two hours. I've been sitting there waiting for my designer to do it for four months. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, so don't feel overwhelmed, but really like jot down the areas that you're feeling stressed out about. And if it's specifically, you know, the cover design and stuff like that, then just move forward with, you know, kind of taking control where you can and finding someone that is trusted. You know, if Paula's used this person, you know they do good mm-hmm. work. Right. Reach out to them, see how they can solve your problem, and you'd be surprised how fast they can get it done, you know? So right. that's kind of my that's kind of my MO is you know, anytime you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed out, just kind of look around and realize, number one, you don't have to do everything yourself. That's why you have people like me and, and people that are kind of on your peer influencer network and stuff like that, and people you can hire outright to help you break the project apart into manageable pieces. So you're just focusing on what you need to focus on, which is the content creation to sell the book, right? Right. Okay, so don't be overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Okay. I don't know why are you laughing? What? Why are you laughing? Because I don't. I still have no idea where. I still have no idea where to start. <sighs> okay. And so when we get I, off, I, the phone. I've never, I've, I've never done this. I don't know what I'm doing, and uh-huh. I'm gonna cry. And that's okay. No, right? um, no, 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 no. I'll tell you what to do. When we get off the phone. 
just Email a lot. Designer. <laughs> and I don't it know. Is. Like that's. I think what I don't know is really the most important part because I feel like I don't know where I'm going. And so yeah. I don't. I don't know what I need to do to get there. Okay. So okay. here's me coaching myself, Jenny. You don't know where you're going, and so mm-hmm. you can't create a plan, and so you just get overwhelmed. So I just need to know where I'm going first of all. Aww. I can figure it all out. So. Okay, so from my perspective, does having a little bit of the project plan help you understand what needs to happen in what order so you're not always having that overwhelming feeling? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Remember, you don't need to focus on the big, long list of stuff. You just need to focus on what's next. Do you know what I mean? Right, but if I don't um, know what I need to do, then I, if I don't know what's next, Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I mean, I just don't want to get to the end and be like, hey, you don't have a website, and that's going to take 20 hours to create, and tomorrow mm-hmm. is when we're launching the pre-sale. So uh, that's, no. that's why I'm, I'm, a, I'm an operations officer. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I work with the end in mind. This is how I, this is how I move. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think the, um, I don't know about the pre-sale date. I don't know about the, oh, my God. i got to sit here and, like, make a plan now. Okay, first, I want you to stop. I want you to stop thinking for just a second. Okay, seriously, just take a breath and just try to clear your mind a little bit. And 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 tr- first of all, there needs to be a little bit of awareness here. If you and I both know that spiritual warfare is real, right? So, anytime you're trying to do anything that kind of further God's word or further God's kingdom, you know the proverbial, you know what hits the fan. Seriously, okay? So there, just always kind of be aware of the fact that there are forces at work that you or I, you know, may not be able to see, but we could definitely feel as we deal with circumstances or emotions or feelings. And anything that you're feeling right now, you need to be able to filter through the lens of truth, okay? Like in my mind, this is how my mind goes, just you can laugh at me. In my mind, I go, okay, am I an emotional wreck because... I'm believing lies or I'm believing truth and being convicted. Do you see what I mean? There's a difference. And so if I'm believing lies that I can't get anything done and I can't manage what's going on with my daughter and I can't manage my business and I'm worthless and I should just go to bed and watch Netflix for 18 hours, like that's a lie, right? That's not going to help anybody, right? Um, or I can go, okay, this has happened. And the real issue is, I'm having to deal with unbelief that God is who he says he is because my daughter's been harmed. That's the issue I need to deal with, not all the other stuff. And so right. we, tend to get, we tend to get so focused on all the other stuff because we're so distracted by it because that's what Satan does that we never get to the heart issue. And so what I've been doing is, yeah, I'm a little, I'll be very honest with you just because we're being honest. It's been overwhelming trying to manage the hurt of my daughter and my family and work. It really has been. But what I've done is I've called people in that love me dearly to help me. You know, that's what I've done. And then I've focused on really praying through anytime I'm bursting into tears or anytime I'm hurt. And, like, honestly, Jenny, I keep having mental images of what she told us happened. You know, it's just, it's horrifying, you know? And so I have to stop and I have to like pray and I have to open up my Bible and go, okay, God, I don't understand why this happened. I don't, but I know that I know that I know that you're here and I know that you're going to protect her and I know you're going to guide her and I know you're going to heal us. And I just have to believe it. That's what I'm focusing on. So I need you to kind of take a deep breath and focus on 
the purpose of your message, okay? I already told you, honestly, what it's meant to me in this season of my life that's very, very difficult. And if you need to hold on to that as a reminder of why you wrote the book, then do it. Your goal should be focused on that, on how are we going to get the book in front of people like me who need it. And honestly, you don't always have to do anything in order for that to happen. Does that make sense? Like God put us together, or we'll, we'll probably Paula, but also God. You know? <laughs> and my, but my point is, you know, he kind of brought us together at a time where we probably really needed each other. And that's a blessing. And so instead of, you know, kind of going, oh, my gosh, all this stuff has to happen, you know, let's work through it together. You know, I have another client who we have been seriously praying every day because I've been working with her 10 months. And she has had pneumonia and strep and legal battles and being sued in her, like, her office burning down. Like, I'm not kidding. It's oh ridiculous. My you know, just all this crazy stuff, you know. And I, I keep telling her, fix your eyes on Jesus. That's all we can do. You know, the project yeah. stuff will work it out. You know, we've had to reevaluate some of her um, content creation and stuff like that because she just hasn't had the time. And you know what? It's going to be fine because – you know, what you and I are doing is we're planting the seeds of faith through your words. We're watering the seeds of faith through your words. But God's the one in charge of the harvest, and we can't forget that, okay? So don't be right. stressed. Don't be overwhelmed. You know, I'm telling you what to do next, okay? That's <laughs> just, I'm telling you. So don't, okay. like, like I said, don't look at the timeline and go, oh, my God, there's, I don't know, 15 things on here. Forget that. Just look at the next step. And for you, well, we're already doing two of them right now. <laughs> we're brainstorming the campaign content, and we're having a conversation about the content. Okay, that's done. The next thing for you, seriously, is um, the book cover. So you need to get off the phone with me, and you need to email or contact whomever this person is and ask them their availability to do a book cover and 10 to 12 images for a book launch campaign. And you wait and see what they say. Okay, that's the next okay. thing you need to do. You know, and then she the next thing after. Me on, she can talk to me on Monday. So Okay. Okay. Um, so you've already yeah. done that. So just, again, take a breath and, and kind of allow it to happen. And if you feel like you need to be um, super clear about what you need from her, and if, if it will help you feel a little bit more in control, right? Sometimes I like to just write down all the craziness that's going in on, my, on in my head because <laughs> I can literally be thinking about 82,000 things at once. And as it relates to the book cover, I would just make a bullet point list of like the six key things that are important to you for that cover, for that designer. Um, I, would, I would give them whatever, I don't know, copies, mock-ups you've been given so she can see what you don't like. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And, right? And I would give a deadline. You know, is this possible? The book cover is more important than the shareable images, by the way, right now. So is it possible to have a book cover within, I don't know, seven business days, okay? So that's kind of what you're asking. You're being very clear. You're having a deadline. And this person can say yes or no. And if they say no, I have at least five designers we can reach out to that are cost-effective that I know that I've worked with, okay? So don't worry about that either. (laughs) Okay. Okay? Okay. Does it make sense? Yeah. Good? (laughs) Are you sure? Okay. Yes. Okay, I'm going to give you yeah. the goofy. I'm going to tell you the goofy analogy I tell my kids. So I have a really hard time 
memorizing scripture. My brain just doesn't retain it. But okay. it's, partial, it's partially because I tend to read the Bible and see it in images, if that makes okay. sense, in my head. Okay. okay. So I often get all sorts of verses all jumbled together, but it works for me. It doesn't matter because it's still the word of God to me, okay? Right. Um, and one of the things I tell my kids is about the verse that talks about the word being a lamp to our feet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So in my mind, when I envision this, um, there's a couple of verses. It's the word being a lamp to your feet. There's a verse that we need to walk, you know, the narrow path, not the crooked one. Um, and then there's a verse that talks about keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, okay? And so the way I describe this to my kids is, you know, you we're all individuals standing there, and we've got our little um, lamp, like a lantern. And if you think of a lantern and you're in the middle of a dark forest, you know, all around you is darkness, and it's kind of scary, and it's kind of like all these noises and stuff, and you don't really know what's going on, so there's kind of a sense of fear. But you're holding your lamp, and the light that comes from that lamp um, disperses right into the darkness and it, but it doesn't like illuminate everything around you it just kind of illuminates like within a, a like a two to three feet circle around you right that's how the lamps okay. work okay and so if you're holding your lamp out in front of you and you're walking your narrow path because that's what we're supposed to do and you're keeping your eyes fixed on Jesus you know you're trusting that that lamp is giving you enough hope um, guidance, love, whatever it is that you need for the next few steps. You don't need to see beyond those next few steps. You don't need to worry about the darkness because you're on that path focused on Jesus. And that's what I tell my kids. Right. I tell them when we get into issues is when we take our eyes away from Jesus, look at the lamp and go, holy crap, that's only two feet of light. <laughs> and oh my gosh, <laughs> no, really, oh my gosh, there's all this darkness around it. And what is that sound? And what is that noise? And oh my gosh, there's all these branches going off my path. What, where do I go? Right? Yeah. yeah. So you've got, you've got to think, you've got to like be almost resolute in your determination to trust the lamp because the word, or the, uh, I'm jacking up the verse. Oh my God. Your word is a lamp, a lamp to my feet, right? Right. Like trusting mm-hmm. God. You know, keeping your eyes fixed on Jesus, just going after the calling that he's placed on your life when it comes to your ministry and your message. That's what he's called you to do. So you've got to keep your eyes on him, not all the crap that goes on around you, okay? And you're, you're staying on this path. And as long as you're doing all those three things in concordance with one another, you're not going to be having, you know, as many moments of, oh, my gosh, woe is me, what do I do kind of thing, right? Right, right. So I'm not trying to minimize stress or frustration or, you know, fear or anything like that because that's all normal and part of the writing process and part of the ministry process. I'm just trying to remind you, you know, that you've really got to trust in the next few steps and not try to do all these different things at once, or you're just going to make yourself crazy, you know? Right. For real. Okay. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Does that help? Yes. Um, yeah. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> yes. I kind still of. have a million. I mean, it's not just this, which is the problem. I just feel like. Yeah. I mean, God has been on me again to do a um, a beauty from the ashes, and yeah, he's he's already sent me four women. Um that I need to be interviewing and it's like it's I can just see and he's I have a bunch of names of other people and different ideas that have just already been sitting in the background and so Mm -hmm. this could happen really quickly and Mm -hmm. um and I also want to launch another trust academy and I was hoping to do that in September and I'm like "Hmm, 
hmm, can I do all of this at the same time? And well, after, like, just trying to figure out where all of these things go into place and, and is it how possible, this is going to work. <laughs> is it possible that the Beauty from Ashes and the Trust Academy, you can do them, but just have them focus on your book material as topics? You know what I mean? Um, I've never been to either one, and they may already do that. But, like, explain to me Beauty from Ashes. Is that the stories of other people? mm -hmm, Exactly. So that's where I interview 10 women, and maybe I don't do a full 10 this time. I don't know. But um, I interview 10 women about 10 different topics that are usually uh, topics where people don't necessarily have a forum or people don't talk about it and just don't don't know. Um, But it's where Mm -hmm. women have gone through hell, leans on God, and come back stronger. Mm -hmm. And... Um, yeah, and so it's, I mean, that's been the the biggest thing that's uh, grown my, my mailing list, my email list mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I started, and it's that pe- people have just been very receptive to it. Thank you so much. I really needed this. And all of it is, it points back to my, my big overarching uh, message, which is trust God, ditch the drama. <laughs> when mm-hmm. you trust, you know, mm-hmm. when you trust him, then the drama sort of stays in the background. Um, and yes, I'm trying. I'm trusting him through all of this, but I'm a little confused as far as what he wants me to do and when okay. he wants me to do it. Okay, Trust Academy. What did you say that was? So Trust Academy is a group coaching program okay. where I make my money. Um, okay. So I need that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm. It's, it's a 90-day group coaching program. Okay. That's okay. I had done the last few from the Ashes series and then to to start momentum um, and get the word out about Trust Academy and um, and that I mean I I got people from all all over all of my marketing initiatives that I've done but um, you know that was good to kind of keep it out and get the word out and then use momentum. When is the current Trust Academy over or is it already over? It will be over um, September 20th-ish. September 20th. Okay, so how often are you running that 90-day program? Is it literally every 90 days, or are you giving yourself a break in between? Um, well, here's, a, here's, my, here's why I wanted to start in September, because it's 90 days, so I can do September, October, November, and I won't have to run into the December holidays. Because it's right, crazy right. around the holidays. So if I yeah. waited until October, then I'd go through December, and that wouldn't be good. But if I start it in September, then I'll have December off, and I can start it again in January. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of running into the same um, problem with one of my 90-day mentoring programs. <laughs> so mine's going to be August 5th through November 5th um, to try to um, avoid holidays. So you're just kind right. of in the same situation. So if it's over right. September 20th, September, October, November. Unless gosh. I do, I, I change it to a 60-day coaching program. But Yeah. 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 Do you feel like 60 days is enough time to get through material? No. And build relationships? Okay. No, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't like the sixty-day idea. But I mean, I'll do whatever God tells me to do. But I don't. What do you What do you do the first week of the Trust Academy? Like, what's the What What do the yeah, attendees so do? The, the first I week? mean, the the actual Trust Academy is not is, is not like 
an issue to do. It's really easy for me to set up. Um, uh-huh. Just I I give people like a 20-minute video on Mondays, and then on Thursdays we have a group call. Okay. For an hour. Um, you know, and I give people instructions, and so it's just making sure that I have the, the exercises and the questions ready for them to do, and it's really, it's, it's like the easiest thing in the world. Okay. Well, I'm actually asking in relationship to the timelines for the book launch. That's why I'm asking the questions. Okay. So, so, so yeah. So ahead. if it's already, if the videos are, I mean, because you basically already have the content, right? You just have to kind of repeat it a little bit. You know, redistribute it, I should say, with a new group. Okay. So if you did, if if one is ending on September 20th, are you wanting to start another one, like, around the 15th of September or earlier in September? Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to start, I mean, I'm willing to start whenever. Here's the other other caveat here. I also have an October 1st speaking engagement that's going to be... that's going to be get me in front of 750 women. Mm-hmm. What are you are you t- what are you talking about? What's the topic? You know, maybe I just need to ignore the holidays. The topic that I'm speaking on is Ephesians 1:4. It's um, and thank you by the way. You are like way over time with me. <laughs> oh, we're fine. Um, and it's it's just talking about um. Everyone can feel that they are loved, uh, loved by God by remembering that they are chosen, they are loved, and Jesus without fault. Okay, so so here here's the deal. That speaking engagement, what you can do um, is invite them into like a like the beauty from Ashes series that you did before. Those are those videos still available, or the the interviews still available anywhere? Like evergreen type content that can be reshared. I. Yes, I can. I can share them again, but I okay. I haven't. So what 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 I was going to say is, you can invite those 750 people to kind of see the beauty from ashes that you already did, um, and maybe cultivate you know interviews from those people. You know, if they want to apply to be interviewed or something like that, um, or you can um, put put them through the the older beauty from ashes series. And add, you may have already done this, but add kind of an upsell type thing to the Trust Academy for the for the new year. You see what I mean? So, you know, if they if they see you speak October first, and they go through your series and they're on your email list, you could open like a pre registration for whenever you're doing the next one. Did you say January? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's kind of how you can guide those people. Get them to 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 view the beauty from ashes stuff through email. Get them on your email list, and then offer them a special offer for the January Trust Trust Academy. You know, maybe a slight discount or something. You don't have to worry about filling that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you do the one in September, I mean, you can start at any time in September, the beginning or the middle. Um, I would probably recommend like the around the fifteenth kind of thing, because then you're not overlapping too much with the other one. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and then that way you would have to probably, do you feel like you could fill that alone, or do you feel like you have to do another Beauty from Ashes series to fill it? Does it make sense? 
Like, do you feel like you could fill a September Trust Academy by just sending out emails or getting the people in the current program to refer people to it? Um, I have no idea. I'm going to say probably not. I probably would not be able to with what I have. Okay, how many people because are usually I don't in have the space? <laughs> because you don't have faith? Is that what you said? Oh my yeah. gosh. You're funny. I don't have faith okay. that the people that, that I want to want to work with will be will be coming through and and actually wanting to work with me. Um, um way that okay. I, in the way that I need them to. So, um and that's not that's just feedback. That's just people who are like, I would love to, but I have no money. You know, and I'm like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, how do I, you know, and as it is, um, I have people who come in on scholarship that I want, you know, it's, it's a group program, and so uh-huh. I want them to be able to work with people. Yeah. And so not not everyone is a full paying client. Some of them are um, pay what you can. Okay. How many so people do you have? have? I have six. How many people in there? Did you say six? Six? Mm-hmm. Six? Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in conjunction with the book launch, I'm trying to figure out how we might kind of coordinate all this into the campaign, right? So you're going to have your video, you're going to have your videos that are talking about the book, the ditch, the drama, but technically what you just told me is Trust Academy, um, and Beauty from Ashes, they have some element of teaching the same topics. Do you see what I mean? Um, Mm-hmm. So the videos that you're doing for the the book itself, like per chapter, like you can reference in the video, you know, th- th- this um, video is influenced by chapter one of my book, um, you know, there's a drama releasing whatever date. And if you feel like you need immediate help with this, you know, you can apply to be in my Trust Academy program. You see what I mean? Like you can use the videos for both purposes since the topics are, are similar. similar. Okay. okay. And I'm a big, do you do any ads or anything on Facebook right now? Um, I do. You, I, I, have a, I have a relationship webinar that I have up. Okay. Do you feel like you have um, successful ads for that, that webinar? Like you get yeah. the reach mm-hmm. and response you want? So all these videos we need, to, we need to be doing, attaching to some sort of sponsored an ad or post or something like that just to help with the reach. Um, one of my gals, um, well, she, she doesn't work with me. We're peers, but she was doing um, a Facebook Live video where she was using that OBS program that I'll send you just to look at, which is actually free. The program itself is free, by the way. You just have to learn how to set it up. But she was doing a Facebook Live what is video. This? I don't know. OBS. Um, it's called OBS. Um, and I have a link. S as in Sam or X as in xylophone? Um, O-B-S, S as in Sam. Okay. Open Broadcast Software is officially what it's called. Okay. And yeah. um, she used this, and I'll send you a link so you can visually see what it looks like. Um, and she, the first one she did, um, she did a sponsored post, and she got something like a million reach on the video and like a really, really, really high reach on her Facebook page that she'd never gotten before, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of cool to see it as a case study in action because she's a heavy video. She does a lot of videos all the time. 
And so okay. for her, just kind of implementing this and implementing the ads really helped her expand that reach. So that's something that we'd want to do. And when you're talking within the videos or even just in the description, you know, you can reference people and to pre, well, well, if, if we're able to do pre-order, you can reference them to pre-order it. If not, you can reference, um, if you need hands-on assistance with this, if this is something that you're struggling with in your life now and you'd like, you know, personal help through a group coaching program, here's the link to apply kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can use the videos for both. Okay. Okay. You got to think through that anything that you're doing between now and really the month of release, anything that you offer, um, as long as the subject matter is referenced in any way in your book, we can promote all of it. You know what I mean? You just have to, you just have to think through and um, how to integrate um, those mentions of those other programs that you have into. You know yeah. the videos and the description yeah. that we're and sharing I'm about like, the book. Oh my gosh, I need to sit down and get a plan because, <laughs> like, yeah. I have like like sixteen different things that I feel like are running around and. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. from um, from our perspective, you know what mm-hmm. what you need to do is to continue to finish to work on the list. You know the mm-hmm. the names and emails, and then. Um, like you said, reach out and talk to the book cover gal. Um, I'll send you a note, notes, by the way, highlighting this, just what you need to do. Um, and then I will send you kind of my ideas per chapter. So when you get that, you'll just need to review it, you know, and kind of make your suggestions. But once we have the topics, then we'll be able to figure out how to integrate all of this into that, into what you're sharing about each chapter. Okay. Okay. Hopefully you feel slightly less crazy and know, you know, the two or three things you need to be doing right now. <laughs> okay. And here's the secret with book launches. Okay. A lot of people think, oh, my gosh, all this stuff has to be happen- happening in advance before the book ever releases. That's not always necessarily the case. Um, the whole pre-order thing is actually more of a traditional publisher thing. They like pre-orders to be okay. high because it shows them that there's interest in the book and their author, and it shows book buyers that there's interest in the book and their author. That's, what pre- right. why pre- that's why pre-order campaigns are so important. Okay, if that's not something you're able to do, you don't really have to do that. You don't have to, like, shove all of your marketing and your content into six weeks before your release. You can spread it out over a couple of months. So, so if you're feeling the pressure to do all this in a very finite amount of time, like, stop it. <laughs> really. No, I'm serious. You don't. You, you don't have to do that okay. at all. Okay. And, and to be honest, um, one of my specialties is really helping authors understand, yes, you need, a, you need a, a campaign before your book is releasing, but really a book marketing campaign isn't just about that time period. It's what, what are you doing for the long haul to get people right. to you to build your email list, which is super, super important, as you know. Um, yeah. to continue to drive people to other resources you have, like your Beauty from Ashes interview series, you know, the Trust Academy. And how can we integrate the book into all of that and have an effective sales funnel for you where people come to your website and you want them to do this first and then you want them to go here and then you want them to go here. And, you know, and depending on what they're doing is the, depending on the amount of money, <laughs> you know, that comes your way. Right. And I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that to be like, it's all about money because it isn't. No, I, I know. it's helpful. 
it's helpful, you know, for you to be able to have goals. And like, for instance, I have this prayer mentoring program that I do for authors um, and it's 90 days and it's really inexpensive. It's like, um, I think it's like, well, I just raised the price. Hold on. I think it's a hundred dollars a month for three months. Okay. It's for me, it's really inexpensive. And when I was taking everybody through this, um, that's how I developed my first course. So when I launch it again in August, it's going to be a group coaching program if they want, or they can just buy the course and for a third of the price. And I actually know exactly how many I'm trying to sell. That's my goal because there's things I'm trying to pay off. <laughs> like, you know, I just have realistic financial goals. And I think that that's never a problem. Like you should know what you're trying to achieve so that you can have goals that when you're achieving them, they can make you feel good versus making you feel overwhelmed, right? So, right. for example, I know that I want to sell at least 250 of the standalone course um, at, you know, $97, well, depending, 67 to 97 because I've got a discount code for a few people, for a few groups. I know that's what I want to sell by the end of the year, okay? So that's my goal, and I broke that number apart by month, and cool. I'm going to celebrate if I sell X number in a month. And if I sell more, that's great. And if I sell less, I'm just going to add it to the next month. You just, you have to have goals, you know, right, to kind of right. g- give yourself perspective. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just to help, you know, with the financial aspect of it. But at the same time, it's more important to make sure that you're, you're, the people coming into your newsletter list, they know what you want from them. You know, you want them to go through the beauty from Ashes Things, get on your email list. You want them to read your blog posts. You want them to watch your videos. You want them to enroll in the academy kind of thing. You want them to buy your book. So you just got to make sure that all of your marketing efforts from your blog, newsletter, social media all kind of point people down that same path over and over and over again. Right. Okay. Yeah, ma'am. Okay. Stop freaking out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It'll be okay. It really will. Okay. It's going to be okay. I don't, to, I don't need to do it tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. You really don't. Yeah. You really don't. Now, I will always tell you, these are the two or three things I need you to do, okay? Uh-huh. Um, and there may be other things that you think you need to do, and just ask me. You know what I mean? And I'll, be, and I'll tell you, yeah, you, you do need to do that, or know that we could do that later. <laughs> you know, just okay. kind of, um, you know, Try not to get too overwhelmed. And if you need to go into this book launch project plan and add in the things you think you need to be doing, go ahead, mm-hmm. go for it, you know, and we'll put a due date on it and, and kind of go from there so that you have it all in one place and you're not trying to, you know, remember all these different things in different areas. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Any questions? Um. As far as, uh, as far so I know, so I can sleep tonight, um, website for the book, how important is that? I wouldn't say you have to do a website for the book. You just need a page on the website that you have. Okay. And I'll give you instructions. Um, I'll send them today. I was going to send them next week, but I'll send them today if it'll make you feel better. Um, but you really do need to focus on the book cover first in the, um, influencer stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, send you, yeah. I'll, I'll send you a, a list of kind of what you would typically have on a, on a book page, but it really just needs to be 
you know, like, you know how you have home trust academy services about, it just needs to be a header image or a, I'm sorry, a page on your website. You don't have to have okay. a whole separate website just for your book. And there's just key elements that you can put on there that I'll send you, you know, so you can know what goes on there. But we won't have all of it, you know. I mean, we'll need the book cover and we'll need right. several images and stuff like that. But you can at least see that it's not as, it's really not as complicated as mm-hmm. it sounds. Okay. 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 All right. Good. So, and if you don't you. have, do you have the, do you own the like www.ditchthedrama.net? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, whatever you're wanting to use, um, like if you want to use your name slash ditch the drama book kind of thing, like if, if there's something like that, and you'll you'll need to look into because I know you're redirecting, right? Serenity Journey is your main yeah, website. So I, mean, I, I could I could do jennypriz.com backslash ditch drama. Yeah, so that's what I mean. That's something that you would need to set up if you want that to be what we're having people share. Because remember, when when we have the launch team share about your book, you really want like your name and the book title or just to be in the URL, right? Even if it's redirecting, that's no big deal. But when we're sharing it on social media, we want people to be able to visually see your name and the book title oh, in the URL. Okay. Then we don't have to use this, the drama.net. Yeah, we don't have to use that. No. Okay. If, okay. I mean, if that's, if that's going to be an effective decision for them to see both my name and, um, and the title, mm-hmm. then, yeah. Um, then cool. that, that is what I will do instead of creating cool. something brand new and starting from scratch. I can just yeah. use the landing page for it. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're doing is a landing page. Okay? Okay, great. Which takes, which takes way less time. <laughs> <laughs> and less money, which is good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, then um, I will let you go and send you on... Um, I'm going to say, let's see, tomorrow on the content because I have like four more calls today, um, if that's okay, the listing of content per chapter because I still mm-hmm. remember, yeah. I, don't, I don't want you working on content right now. I want you finishing the influencer list <laughs> and working with the book cover stuff. So I'll get that by, okay. to you by tomorrow um, and then we'll go from there for sure. Okay? Okay. Great. Thank you, Lindsay. You're welcome. I hope you have a good rest of the day. Thank you. I'm sure I will. <laughs> It'll be fine. I've I've got tons of stuff to do, so I'll be running around. But um, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care. All right. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.